0: Time for some overlooked stocks. George Tillis is on the case for us to find movers that you missed in today's session. He joins us from Salt Lake, of course. George, you've got some down movers here, so we're mixing things up with a couple big sell-offs. Let's start with the one in Trex. George, rough day uh, for a uh, decking company, like a materials maker for, uh, what, houses? Uh, What are we talking about here?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, for homeowners that uh, they may know about Trex, uh, Trex is basically a composite wood uh, material that's used in fences and decking and outdoor uh, patios and things of that capacity. It's actually a name brand. They've got a patent on their technologies. It's pretty much uh, like an indestructible, long-lasting, long product cycle uh, wood composite material. But uh, overall, It's in the building products and materials space. It's actually done quite well in the last year or so, but uh, today we actually got a little bit of a dip to the downside, Uh, not necessarily because of the analyst downgrade by Baird, they actually downgraded it from an outperformed to neutral. Uh, Price target was actually cut by about $8 to one away from 116. I think uh, overall we're seeing some challenges uh, when it comes to the home uh, building industry group, OJ, and of course, companies like Trex, which I think we're doing extremely well because of high lumber prices. Lumber is, uh, our Trex products are a substitute for wood lumber, especially for exterior uh, materials, not necessarily necessarily for interior building wood. But overall, uh, I think there's a call here on valuation, uh, because if you look at the company from the standpoint of market cap to revenue, Overall, it's trading around 10 and a half times sales. Its uh, sales over last year were about a billion dollars, uh, but its market cap right now is sitting around $10 billion. And overall, top line sales growth at 40%, which again is really good, but it seems to be a little bit rich valuation wise uh, for the industry group that it's in, which again is in building materials.
0: So, is this just a, a downgrade, George? It's, I mean, come on, it, it couldn't have been just a downgrade, uh, right? I mean, so they lose well, a bull and stock gets plastered.
1: Well, I think in this environment, O.J., look, in my humble opinion, we're, in a, we're still in a correction uh, in terms of the market. Yeah. I don't think we're out of it uh, anytime soon. doesn't mean, necessarily mean we're going to go down a lot further or, or higher uh, You know, uh, from here, I can't say. But at the end of the day, any downgrade that comes about within a correction, it, it's a little bit exacerbated. And I think overall, the cyclicality of the home builder stocks, the material stocks, they haven't been pre- performing well in the last few months. Even semiconductors. So those are cyclical in nature. And if you look at across the board in semiconductors, Micron NXPi, they're all been they've all been trading quite a bit to the downside in the last uh, thirty days or so. So, I think the cyclical names like building materials and here in tracks are a little bit challenged in this environment. And I think valuation uh, is, is is a bit of a challenge. Now they have a solid income statement. There's no doubt. Product uh, is uh, is good quality. Their business is fantastic. But if you look at the valuation, I, I, I demonstrated top line sales uh, relative to, uh, to market capitalization around 10 and a half times, but even their multiple on a trailing basis is around uh, 54. And looking at their 10-year historical average at around 35, it's you know 20 points higher than that. The industry group for building materials as a whole, multiple was right around the market multiple around 21. So I think really here, it's not, a, it's not a hit by bear on the business per se or the quality of their products or anything that has to do with management. I really think it has to do with uh, maybe an exacerbated price relative to, uh, to valuation, both on a price to sales and even on, a, uh, on an earnings basis.
0: Hmm. And George, uh, to see the shares drop uh, to the lowest, uh, today's intraday low, uh, even technically ticked right below that august uh, weakness uh, this is the worst since april not a great uh you know response uh here obviously to no. the analysis and uh, uh vulnerable i guess is the way we can describe companies when they exhibit this kind of uh you know sensitivity to uh a negative report i mean uh we've got earnings around the corner but the last earnings actually made the stock rally. So we got a pretty big bounce uh, the last time they reported. Doesn't seem like uh, the market was too worried about the fundamentals then. Uh, Interesting. Uh, Okay. George, last point, I guess, is does this, you know, have any implication of, uh, you know, what's going on with housing or is this just very stock specific?
1: Well, you know, OJ, I, I want to say stock specific. I don't necessarily think so. I think it has to do with the industry group right now. I think the the home builder market right now is still relatively, uh, let's just call it anemic in terms of production levels. I don't see production levels maintaining uh, levels like we, we should be seeing in this, in this uh, environment, you know, whether it's uh, challenges to get materials or procure materials. But at the same time, the other thing is is passing on cost of goods sold and prices. I think prices are too high uh, relative to incomes. And of course, financing is the other avenue to, uh, to get payments lower, and that's not moving to the downside from an interest rate standpoint. So I, I think overall right now, the housing market's in a little bit of a little bit a little bit of trouble, uh, to be honest mm. with you. And I think Trex again is falling in sympathy with the rest of that space, which is very large, very important for our economy. But I think overall, you know, the the income growth levels of our economy really haven't been sustaining these prices. And so financing has been filling that gap. But then again, uh, with interest rates expected to rise, sticker shock for home prices, I think there's been buyer's uh, uh, exhaustion from a buyer's perspective uh, that have certainly given up on on purchasing homes. And uh, I think overall, uh, you know, they they call it a housing shortage. I call it an affordable housing shortage, really. And I think that's one of the uh, the challenges this industry group faces. Also, you gotta keep in mind supply chain issues are, are certainly a challenge as well.
0: Okay, all right, George, good report, very helpful. Uh, another one that's been under pressure, but had a nice bounce back today. Uh, the stock, QTRX is the ticker, Quanterex uh, is the business. Healthcare stock is up 13% today, but that was a turnaround from a multi day sell off. A pretty interesting business, complex stuff, diagnostics and life science research. Uh, how come this one's on your radar, George?
1: Well, yeah, Quantarix, you know, interesting company in the sense that, uh, you know, we, we talked about some secular themes in the last year, OJ. First off, there's going to be genetic testing that's going to be in a clinical setting uh, at some time in the future. I just don't think it's happening yet. And so, The other things we talked about were, for instance, low low orbit satellites replacing 5G, and of course, ground uh, tower cell service. That's not happening yet. And and I think when the companies like Quanterix, which are more in the traditional diagnostic testing uh, uh, industry groups, much like Quest Diagnostics, you know, genomic testing isn't replacing these companies just yet. Uh, So it it is a life sciences company. It is uh, a company that has a, a, a testing equipment. Uh, that does protein-based testing that looks for biomarkers for rare diseases that include Alzheimer's, oncology, cardiovascular disease, immuno, immuno, um, uh, immunode- immunology diseases, and so forth. Uh, but it does so with you know low concentrations of blood. I guess you know sort of like the Theranos tried to do uh, back in the day. Huh. But at the end of the day, they do have a viable business. They do have a viable product. It's called Simona, which is uh, basically a technology that can determine or detect biomarkers for rare diseases uh, in small samples of uh, of protein-based blood. So uh, today there was a breakthrough in the sense that the FDA gave the company breakthrough device designation. And this is a designation the FDA gives to companies that are basically uh, in the business of trying to find remedies for diseases that are one, incurable, and two, that are degenerative. And today's breakthrough designation came for uh, for its uh, testing ability for Alzheimer's, uh, again, using uh, biomarkers in, in
0: blood. Nice, George, I like it. Interesting stock, encouraging story, and a bounce that looks yeah. much needed. Odd that uh, it's not moving farther based on what it seems to be a pretty big well, development.
1: Yeah. So I think overall, if you are looking at the diagnostic space, companies like Illumina, you know, Quanterex, these are companies that do have clinical application today versus the invités of the world. We talked about all these genomic uh, editing companies like Edita, and CRISPR. Mm-hmm. Those companies are down a lot this last year. And the reason being is, is that technology is viable. It's just not happening today. And so those are secular growth stories that are fur out further out in the future. And I think the diagnostic companies today, and Quanterix also uh, did uh, diagnostic testing for uh, for COVID-19. They're they're getting, of course, uh, revenues and payments today for their technologies. And I think this is why these companies like, uh, you know, uh, Illumina and Quanterix have held up this year relative to some of these uh, genomic plays that uh, did well early in the year, but have fallen off uh, off a cliff uh, so far since about February.
0: All right. Uh, so we'll be eyeing any break from that pattern. So support on the chart, finding a little bit of a tick up cure, maybe kind of the beginning potentially of what could be a turn, but there's a lot of sector pressure still uh, in here, it appears, just on a valuation basis. Yeah, real quick, George.
1: I will say this, just just in a larger context, OJ, that watch any company that has to do with genetic testing or genomic uh, editing. Oh, yeah, for sure. What I'm saying is an industry group because because the profitability of these companies is so far out in the future, if these companies start making a move uh, you know, together as a group, that might be sort of a leading indicator for some of the other growth-centric secular technology
0: names. Love that point, George. Very futuristic, uh, but encouraging tech. Hey, last one. Give me just uh, the real quick one on this, George. DatChat right. up 19%. Yeah. I don't know how I didn't know this. This is a blockchain-enforced uh, like, s- yeah. safe private chat? Yeah, so it's a
1: private messaging uh, technology. It's in software communication, uh, DatChat, It's up over 100% in the last week. Uh, it, it did IPO on August 13. Not a lot of information, but essentially, uh, you know, the stock has been moving, and it could quite quite uh, uh, demonstrate a trend that's going on, and that includes uh, basically end-to-end uh, secure messaging using blockchain technology. So. Uh, Again, it gives user control, encrypted privacy, the ability to basically uh, full delete or nuke uh, messages, uh, (laughs) screen savers, snapshots, things like that. We know that messaging apps are not new, so this isn't essentially novel in that sense, but if you think about what's going on with Facebook in the last couple of weeks, I think there's maybe Mm -hmm. a trend that's gonna happen for more uh, encrypted messaging apps that are free to use, Uh, but in this case, DatChat, uh, right now, it's free to use, but eventually, would like to charge uh, for subscriptions for both consumers and enterprises that want uh, secure uh, blockchain-enabled uh, encrypted hmm. messaging. So, it's an interesting technology. I'm not saying the company itself is worth what it's uh, been trading at, okay. but I think it's an interesting concept, and it might be uh, might be indicative of an industry group that is uh, growing and trending.
0: All right. Word on the street is it's gaining popularity among American football coaches. But that's a different story. George, thanks for bringing it to us. Dat Chat on sure, the move. Bet. The Overlook Stocks of the Day. George Till's nice.